What's up, everybody? This is the HodgePodge of Nothingness Podcast, and I am David Korb. Uh, rough game yesterday. Pirates lose 7-2. I'll go ahead and do a recap of the game. Uh, bottom of the first, Jaime Candelario, he doubles in, uh, scoring um, Hebert Ruiz and Jay Manessis go 2-0 Washington. Then bottom of the second, Luis Garcia singles on a ground ball, uh, scoring uh, Lane Thomas and Victor Robles. Then it was 4 nothing. Washington, then uh, Manessa's singles, and then that scores uh, Luis Garcia and uh, Ruiz as well. Washington goes up 5 nothing. Top of the third, Pirates finally get on the damn board. Um, Ryan Reynolds singles to right field scoring a Jiwan Bay, and it was 5-1 Washington. Then bottom of the third, Robles doubles, scoring Dominic Smith and C.J. Abrams to make it 7-1 Washington. And then the Pirates didn't score another run until the top of the ninth. Uh, Marcano singles on a ground ball to center fielder Victor Robles scoring Connor Joe. Final seven two Washington. Yeah, guys, this was uh, this was this was a rough game to watch. The Pirates bats just simply did not hit. Um, I'll go ahead and go to the uh, box score here for you guys just to give you an idea. Hayes was zero for four. Um, Reynolds was a two for four though, had an RBI. Andujar was zero for three. He had a strikeout and a walk. Uh, Santana was 0 for 2 with two walks. Sawinski was 0 for 4. He had three strikeouts. Um, Connor Joe was 1 for 4. He had a nice double. Uh, Makano was uh, 2 for 4 with um, one RBI, though. He did well. Uh, Bay was uh, 1 for 4, had a stolen base. Hedges 0 for 3, uh, two strikeouts. Uh, McCutcheon got in a bat. Um, he was 0 for 1. Uh, total of six hits this game, guys. So, yeah, it was... It was uh, not the funnest game to watch for Pirate fans. Um, they simply just could not hit. Um, my takeaways from the game are going to be uh, Connor Joe had a great catch in left field, and then I went ahead and looked it up because I don't recall him, and he does not have any years on the season. So not only has Connor Joe been hitting well, and they brought him in here because they knew he'd be a good hitter, he's also added power to this team, and he's a great defensive player. Like he, He's got literally zero errors on the season. He hasn't been a liability at first base at all. I didn't really realize that he was a first baseman when they first got him. I knew he played outfield. Um, so I didn't know how good of a first baseman he was. But he hasn't hurt them anywhere they put him, whether it be left field, right field, first base. Just zero issues with, with him so far this season. So that's nice to have as well. Um, you know, it seems like Brian Reynolds, every time that there's a guy runner on base, he gets a hit to score the run. Um, and I went ahead and looked it up. His uh, batting average or runners in scoring position or RISP, or ISP is uh, 435, guys. That's uh, that's why you get the eight-year extension. Whenever you have a high batting average at runners in scoring position, that's a really nice thing to have. Um, Bay again killing it on the base pass. Got on base again, score, uh, stole second, got to third. I think on a tag up and then scored on rounds of single. Like I said, it's why Bay is an important player to this team. That's why he belongs. He should not go back down to the minors because when he plays, he gets on and he wreaks havoc. Another takeaway from the game is uh. Aviados, back-to-back games now, not so great starts. Um, yesterday, he just kept leaving his curveball right over the middle of the zone. Can't do that. Um, I thought his location was kind of off a little bit as well, his control. Uh, but just uh, back-to-back games where it's just, it hasn't been the dominant Aviado we saw earlier in the season. And it's okay. Look, he's young. He's a rookie. He's going to have... You know, it's going to have stuff like this happen. Like, it's going to be stretches where maybe he struggles and then he gets back to it. He's going to have a bad game. It's it's okay. He's a rookie. It's going to happen. But it just, you know, sucks back-to-back games like this. Um, but 
He'll be all right. He's going to be fine. Let's see what else. Uh, I think the thing about yesterday's game where, where the Pirates the Pirates failed to capitalize in that second inning when the bases were loaded. Uh, whenever um, Swinski, he grounded out first base. He hit it really good, just right at the first baseman. But when they had the bases loaded, that was their chance. I think the score was only like four nothing, four two, something like that. I mean, if they if he gets a hit, they tie it up. Now they're in the game. Momentum swings their way, but it didn't happen. So I I think. Uh, but I mean, they just couldn't hit the ball yesterday. It just, just couldn't just couldn't get timely hits either. Oh, uh, what else? Uh, you know, I said in the last podcast, I thought. Isaiah Gray was going to be a tough matchup for them, and uh, sure enough, he he was really good uh, yesterday for the uh, Nationals. He had six innings, only three hits, one earned run, three walks, six Ks. Man, his uh, his slider, man, he was painting the outside corner, and 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 it was killing the Pirates. Um, he was just had good location too in general. He was putting his pitches where he wanted to put them, and it was hard for the Pirates to hit him. Um, I'll tell you what, though, the uh, bullpen locked it down after Oviedo came out. I mean, in the third inning, uh, they all came in, Moreta, Hernandez, Ramirez, and Underwood, and all four of them just locked it down. If the Pirates could have started hitting and got back in this game, uh, that was one thing I was wrong about. I thought that maybe once we got to see the uh, bullpen for the Nationals, I thought maybe we could have a chance, but nope. Pirates simply just couldn't hit. Um, what else? Oh, man, that, how about that catch by Austin Hedges on that bunt, man? That was in. Incredible! I don't even know how he did it. Like, the guy was on one knee, had his other leg stretched out, and you see the ball pop up, and I don't even know how he did it. It was almost like he jumped up from his knee and just laid out within seconds. I didn't, I didn't realize how quick he is. Like, I just when I saw the play, I about I jumped out of my seat. Like, holy shit! How the hell did he make that catch? But uh, like I said, he's. He's basically top three of best defending catcher in the league. No doubt in my mind. And I'm not being biased here. I mean, just I think the stats will back that up. All right. Um, so I know in a shitty game like this, it's hard to have. A, but I'm going to start doing a player of the game. So my player of the game is going to be Marcano. Uh, he led the team with two hits. He had an RBI. Um, got his batting average up now to 271. Now he had the same stat line basically as, as Brian Reynolds. But the reason why I'm going to give Marcano player of the game is because my man I, I feel bad for him it's like every other bat all he does is bunt they have him bunt every other bat so most of the time he's sacrificing and that's going to kill his batting average too when half the time he's sacrificed bunting uh but sometimes he does it so well he does get on he's really good at it and i mean he's been a huge help to them and you know when they got to play small ball to win these games so i i just want to give him some love and uh you know just it's good to see the hit because he can hit. He can hit. He don't have a lot of power, but the kid can hit um, whenever they let him <laughs> actually give him a chance to get get a hit. Um, I went ahead and did a tie here for player of the game. I went ahead and gave uh, Jose Hernandez also player of the game because he came in, man. Two innings, zero runs, two Ks. Uh, this guy, this is a good. This is a good acquisition by the Pirates to get this guy. I mean, in nine games, he's pitched eleven point two innings. Uh, his ERA is .77, and his WHIP is .94. That's really good. Um, so uh, a great arm they've added to this bullpen, and uh, this is going to pay dividends down the stretch. Um, uh, another thing I'm doing now, I'm going to do least valuable player of the game, my LVP of the game. Uh, I think we know who this is going to be. Obviously, it's going to be Oviedo because seven earned runs, nine hits, uh, only one K. Um, 
it ballooned his ERA to four seven eight. So that's that's uh that's not good. But like I said, look, he's young. It's his ERA is going to fluctuate. I'm sure he's going to get it down. He'll figure it out. He, he he started off so well this season, but we're going to have these up and downs, like I said earlier. So I'm not I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, that's my LVP of the game. Oh man, guys, um, they got the Rays coming up on the block. Uh, I think tomorrow I'll do the preview for the for the Rays tomorrow. Um, but uh, hopefully the bats come back alive here. I'm sure they will. Uh, just had an off day yesterday, and um, it's all right. It happens. All right, guys, um, that's it. Uh, if you could please subscribe to the podcast uh, on any of the networks, I'd prefer you to do it on Spotify if you can, though. I'd really appreciate that. Um, also, don't forget, uh, I'm also on the Steelers Sanctuary podcast with Dave Ribeiro from SteelersSanctuary.com. All right, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm out.